All right, welcome back to the Liquid Lounge. I'm your host, Aaron Silverman, and I am very fired up and excited to have two of my old boys here in the, in the uh, studio today. We got Ed Brizzle Breslin and Brian the Warrior Walker, two veterans of this industry. I don't always get to have old schoolers like you guys on, but uh, it's a real pleasure. So uh, these guys with uh, Make You Better Brands, manufacturers of external and internal products, which by the way, thank you. Those are our sponsors of our show today. And um, you can check out their website and find out more information about where their products can be found, what's in those products, and what makes them really so different, which I kind of want to start off with. And then we're going to go back a little bit to how we got to know each other, which tells the story of, of, um, of external and how we got to where we're at. But first and foremost, the ingredients within your products are different than a lot of the ones on the market by way of the topicals or the tinctures. What is different about the ingredients? Why is that important? We've always been known as the acid guys. Yeah. The acids. Right before CBG. It's not CBD. It's the acids. Low dose, full spectrum. And I credit my 45-year-old friend here, my friend of 45 years, that oh, developed you, oh, Not your 45-year-old no, no, he's older Man, than me, actually. I, that was awesome. He's what actually older for than a moment. Me. Then he retracted the comment. That's funny. That's funny. So, no, you, you know, when we first started, uh, you know, my daughter was a barrel racer, so, so I started Axon Animals, which... Uh, a professional barrel racer, right? Yes, yes, she is. Give she her is. credit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's on ham and egging around the field with a, with, a, with a broomstick. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So uh, um, when I when I first started, it it was it's it's very natural. I don't manipulate the plant or anything. So when everything everything was being pulled out was was like Ed said was the acids. And it was really funny because I really didn't know that much about it about the acids. I was just I had made a product. It worked on my daughter's horse. It worked on all of her friends' what do, what horse. What do you mean it worked on your daughter's horse? Like, what, explain okay. what that means to folks that don't know what that means. All right, means. so my daughter's horse was... And what's was, it? What's that? What is it? Just it, Some people might be thinking you just rolled up a joint and stuck it in a horse's mouth. <laughs> no. Whereas, so what What did okay. you make and what did you? What did, how did you apply it to the horse? Okay, well, let me go back. Okay, so when I was a young man, um, I used to walk through this garage, all right, of my friend's house. And there was this large jar of, of liquid with marijuana leaves in there, right? So one day I got up the courage to ask him what he was doing, right? And he said that he had, he was soaking these, and this is how he got through life, as a contractor, right? And so I didn't think much of it. Thirty years later, my daughter's horse is hurt, and I'm in between businesses and don't have a lot of money, can't go to the vet, and uh, and this um, concoction appears on my screen of the mind. I'm doing a little trim job. I kind of grab everything, stop by Home Depot, get a nice bucket, stop by Long's, get some alcohol. Get this, I love that you said a this, nice bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and go home and kind of make this solution, um, not really knowing what I, what I was doing. Uh, in about three or four days, looked like the solution was done. Um, went out, started working on my daughter's horse with it, and within three days, my daughter's horse was able to get the uh, the saddle back on. We couldn't get the saddle on. Uh, back was sore. Oh, okay. okay? Gotcha. So it had a backache. So you're rubbing a cream. Actually, it was just the, the spray. I started right. out with the spray, right? right? So it was just the spray that I, I was putting on I know I'm acting like I don't know, but it's because we need to paint the picture right. for the folks. So I started out with the, with the spray. Viewers. Right, right. Was, <laughs> I started out with the spray. So, uh, so in the natural state, the way that I've been doing it this whole time is actually THCA. 
So, and w which we didn't really understand because I, I kind of just evolved into this business, right? So I wasn't, I didn't start out knowing a whole lot about what was going on. So, so it was funny because me and Ed were at like this hemp fest, like, I don't know, eight years ago or something. And, and me and Ed are, are, we're sitting there at the booth and it's just the funniest thing. Is that where you got that shirt? It did. I did. I got <laughs> shut up. That's not funny. Chops, by the way. Um, so, uh, so we're sitting there, and this guy comes around the corner, and he goes, and he sees our boots, and he looks at, he looks at me, he goes, "You're the acid guys." And I go, "Yeah." And he walks off, and I go, "What the hell?" It's because you're wearing that shirt. <laughs> So, so with with that, that was so funny. So with that, I kind of uh, started. For those listening, Brian's wearing an awesomely blue and purple tie-dye shirt. That's all I wear and, is tie-dye. Right, and over 10 years I've seen you, I've never seen you in anything not tie-dye, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. All right, sorry, continue. So, so actually I started uh, doing a little research, right? Because right. I'm kind of asses and elbows, right? So I didn't really do too much study. I just know product was working. Yeah. I'm bringing it. And so there you are at the library. There, yeah, exactly. There I'm at the library. So I, I start studying about asses, kind of figuring out that, wow, this is what the plant's giving you. Let's just keep it natural. And so I just started I just started that. And it was funny. I just kind of went to a, a show one time and, uh, and gave out a bunch of bottles and then went to another show three weeks later and all these people were standing here going, hey, it's doing this and doing that. And then, uh, and then ran, ran into Ed um, after that, and, and he was working on some project trying to get a, um, a dispensary over in the city and everything. And I looked at him, I go, hey, man, I think I'm in the medical marijuana business. I'm not for sure. I made this product for my horse, for my daughter's horse, and I've been doing this. And he goes, yeah, you are. And I go, well, we better do something. So we just kind of teamed up together and uh, started making this product. And it was really funny because when I first brought the product out, and went out to sell it, nobody would buy it because they didn't know what THCA was. Right. They said, you don't have any THC. And I go, no, it's the acids, man. It interacts with the indigo cannabinoids. It's the acids, man. It's the acids, man. Yeah. So, so, it's, so we've been the same forever. We are a, a microdose. We are a full spectrum. We don't manipulate the plant at all. And and we've been very successful. We've we've probably given away more than we've yeah. Than we've yeah we kind of yeah, took no, the Red Bull approach, yeah, you know, like where we started. Guys of the year, but <laughs> no, but, we had but, the Red Bull approach. We just gave it away. But I you, remember yeah, that. Yeah, but your favorites in the sense that here's what everybody does know is that, and it's your tagline: it works. Right. And so now let's go back a little back in time machine here when when we first met uh, back at your Hercules Health Center days when you guys had the dispensary out in Hercules and. Uh, and of course, you know, I came in there and that's when we met and you gave me some of the product and I've been using it ever since just as a free plug. You know, it's, Thank you. it's been my aftershave for the better and part of the And he looks 25. Well, according to Ed, I mean, we, we all get to drop about you know, however many years we get to drop when Ed refers to our birthday. So I'll take what I can get. But So that's when you guys started. You had it in the dispensary. It worked and you kind of had a nice little niche in the sense that you had some really basic, uh, very clean and very uh, legible, um, you know, copy and labeling on your packages at the time. Um, there wasn't anything too sophisticated, anything you know that anybody needed to know, other than it worked. And right. by word of mouth, people spread it. They asked for it. Uh, they wanted to carry it. You got a lot of great feedback. And over the years, you guys have been a part of you know a, a lot of you know organizations and a lot of uh, efforts in order to help get really good product in the hands of people that really needed it, whether they could afford it or not. 
Thank you. And that's been honorable, okay. noble. And that's, those Thank are the sort of things that are, you know, you know, that's uh, that's that's good pedigree, uh, and you know, your your DNA is all over the industry in in the good way, in the sense that that's how we got this far. Was efforts like you got, you know, what the ones you're putting forth. So now, well, the one, one little thing since yeah. 2018, we couldn't give we couldn't give a, a samples out. I went back and looked at the year before, and it had given away 15,000 units. So, so as far as on the corner, friends. I was on the corner giving it away. Yeah, I know he's got he got fifteen thousand friends. That's the only that's the only bad thing about but, about about how the industry is right now. It's, I can't give away like I used. To. I can't take care of so people. It's that old expression. We can't give this stuff away. I can't. <laughs> but can't Aaron, we're gonna get SB thirty four passed. I'm I'm confident that Wiener's bill, the Brownie Mary Dennis Prone Act, will get go through the state legislature. The governor's gonna sign it. So we can get back to the Compassion, Compassion Use Act that you know was basically how this industry was started right. through compassion, right? And taking care of you know taking care of our fellow man through a plant that, that brings that that to us that yeah. holistic health that we that we're all looking for. So while we're on that note, because I can, um, I, I, I like when Ed starts to you know um, you know starts to teach and talk. So that's a good segue into your Oaksterdam uh, efforts and career. So you've been teaching at Oaksterdam now for what, a few four years? Four or five years, four or five man. Years and, now? and and, and I, what is it, what is it you're teaching at Oaksterdam? I teach the endocannabinoid system, how topicals and and elixirs impact the body, and it, and it's just a, an honor because I can't I, I can't accept an honorarium. I should be paying Dale Sky Jones and Jeff to work there. I mean seriously, I have people from around the world come in. I mean we've had I have doctors and nurses that didn't believe a word I said, right? And now is you know one of our our chief components. Or, from around the country, from from Pennsylvania, you know, showing how the endocannabinoid system is impacted by low dose full spectrum. It's not high CBD that was once projected. You know, we've been we've been those guys that never have deviated from low dose full spectrum. Right. And one of the things I say in my lecture, because inevitably I have about seventy people at the lecture at Oaksterdam University. Inevitably, there's a grower there, and I'll, and I'll ask that grower, "Hey, when the deer come on your property." Do the deer bring a lighter and smoke half the plant? <laughs> and the answer is, you know, no. It, it takes the whole plant. It eats the whole plant. So that's right in our paradigm because we are whole plant medicine, yeah. right? We don't decarboxylate. We let we we avail what nature tells us to do. So what you're really saying is this is really part of a plant-based diet. Whole plant. <laughs> whole plant. <laughs> Which <laughs> just doesn't taste very good. <laughs> so you guys have also done a couple of workshops in the past. Uh, more of those workshops, like you know, what could what would someone have learned from it? And are you guys doing another one anytime soon? Well, that's that's the hemp side. You know, okay. you, you and I are on that hemp hemp forum, and that's through my dear friend Brian Webster, who's really shown you know how the hemp industry is going to take hold here in in California and, and do some amazing things as far as uh, you know textiles and construction. And if I want to, if I would quote a dear friend, if we look at the differential between cannabis and hemp. He's passed on since. He's passed on, but he said this. He said, hemp is for Mother Earth and cannabis is for humans. I'll take that agreement. Right? That's, yeah, that's a full okay agreement, that. right? Yeah. I mean, hemp's going to do great things. Sure. But cannabis is for humans, and we are seeing, and, and not just humans. All mammals, because we have to include our horses and our dogs right. and our cats. Yeah, and the deer that comes from the forest without yeah. the lighter that yeah. has to eat it. Right? Yeah. He so, needs it. 
He needs he does. it. Our bodies need it. Or she. Maybe a buck, maybe. <laughs> a buck or just two. remember. Just remember. Just remember. I'll explain to you how this works later. <laughs> the plant, the plant and the body interact. Right. And it doesn't want to interact with one isolate or anything like that. It wants some THCA, some CBGA, a little CBDA. Yeah. All right. Maybe All, it wants to cuddle once in a while. It does. You know? It does. Maybe it wants it, to be held. It, it, we just need to keep it simple, man. That's yeah. all. I can, I can get on board with that. <laughs> so now, uh, but you guys can also be found on the rodeo circuit a little bit, yeah? Is that a thing? We, yes. Can we talk we, about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, we can. Because I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. So you get uh, a can of dip over at this tent. Maybe you walk right? over. So, so when uh, when on the dip. we used to have um, our our uh, our horse line called Lameway used to be. Uh, um, a THC line, the Lameway, the yeah. Lameway, and it uh, when the new laws changed and everything, we flipped to uh, flipped to full spectrum uh, CBD. So now we're in uh, we're in 14 different states, and we have a little different approach. Um, we are uh, more of a uh, patient base as far as we go to the shows. We have ladies go to the show; they're already barrel racers, or they're cutters, or they're doing this or doing that. They just bring their wares. Yeah set up a table and 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 sell that way so we are uh, we're growing real fast in that that's great yeah so <clears throat> so what's uh what's next like what are some of the things that we can expect to see on the uh in the next few months we get our permanent license for manufacturing all right in about three weeks get through that arduous thing yeah, we've been that, <laughs> it was easy everybody to done oh, that, right? oh my all right goodness, and then you know bad. we're also a uh the new adage in the industry is a multi-state operator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, MSOs. Right, and so we also manufacture in Colorado, and we also manufacture in New Mexico, and we're getting calls from around the country, as you know, that you know, marijuana legalization is happening, and uh, people want to get into the the markets. Like we had calls from Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas. I know Texas is about ready to legalize. Mm -hmm. Illinois just legalized. So we see a a broad spectrum. Of opportunities around the country and educating uh, people to get off the, the opioids and using cannabinoids as that replacement for not just the opioids but in a lot of cases sometimes the big farmer yeah you know I mean we all know that our, our grandmas whether living or, or dead at one time probably had a box full of 12 pills yeah and grandma and grandpa are tired of those 12 pills because yeah. one of them's doing them doing them harm yeah, or all of them maybe. Right, right. So our products are that bridge, dude. You know, yep. bridging people from from opioids to cannabinoids and from pharma to, again, cannabinoids. Yep. And we're we're starting to do a lot more contract manufacturing. Yeah. We're getting we're getting older. Oh, well, you're 45 now. The, the sales, yeah, I mean, the sales, I wish yeah, the, I was 45. The sales driving and hitting these brands like we've been hitting for so long. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're especially through some really tough years too. Yeah, we've yes. been tough years. Yeah, there's been some. Yeah. So, so being contract manufacturers is really nice for me because I'm able to uh, to put out a lot more things than uh, than I could by myself. Yeah. You know, it's real hard to bring brands to marketplace now, so we're. We're getting into some cell rejuvenation and some face stuff and, and that kind of stuff. It, it, that's fun for me. Yeah, awesome. For me. So where do you guys see the industry, say, in five years? Ed, where do you see it in five years? 
Well, I'm going to I'm going to talk from a selfish perspective because I would love to see our products not having to be relegated to the dispensary. I know it's kind of antithetical to the industry, but you know, um, there's very little THC content that can't be re-engineered. I mean, you can't take a bottle of spray and dehydrate it and get a little couple, couple crumbs of THC and smoke it. It's going to get you sick before it does anything else. And uh, I think the, that the industry is really going to uh, uh, really embrace the use of cannabinoids in a lot, a lot of things, man. I mean, we're seeing, you know, the CVS took uh, that CBD, those CBD products, mm -hmm. and, and they're all prepared for it. Aaron, yeah. Right. I'm with him on that. Yeah. You just want to say ditto. 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 We'll, we'll have to, you know, there'll have to be Boy, legislation. If I ever saw someone dehydrating a bottle of spray for two little credits, I'd right? be depressed. Right. Yeah. They're desperate. Man. Right. But it, that's going to have, have to be legislated, and every, you know, like most things, and yeah, and the legislation is still needing to be tweaked, tweaked a little bit, as all of us know. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a growing industry. Both yeah. on the governmental side and on our side too. Yeah, one thing I think it's cool that you guys did, I don't know, I mean, if you've ever thought about it uh, from this perspective, but <clears throat> as more and more retailers are opening up, you know, the, the ones where you're just kind of going in and buying something and leaving and it's not very experiential, you know, those are, those aren't kind of, you know, leave long lasting, you know, really awesome impressions, I think. I think the ones that, you know, create an experience that's somewhat memorable or somewhat different, <clears throat> those are going to, uh, those will obviously, I think, you know, win the hearts of, you know, customers both new and old. And that was something you guys did back at HHC was, um, maybe you want to describe it, but when you walked in, it wasn't just a normal dispensary with a counter and some products and, you know, friendly handshake and high fives, but you no, guys had, had chiropractors had, and uh, we were, you know, Massages, massages, like different days. You could, and this was all free. Yeah, it was. like you hyperbaric, hyperbaric chambers where yeah, you could come in that. and sit in those. And yeah, we did, we well, you were, it was you were giving back in a in a lot of good ways, but at the same time you were creating a great customer experience within the retail environment, um, which wasn't easy to do, uh, especially when you're surrounded by a bunch of dentists and whatever and else was in your building and pediatricians. <laughs> hey man, this, this is the funniest story ever. Okay, so me and Ed get in there. All right, so we didn't have any money. So we get in there and, and we get the place for, for free. And we're sitting on this couch and it's fun. We went and picked up a case to get so we could put our marijuana in there. And me and Ed are putting it in the back of his truck and we break the glass. So we, we just look at each other like, oh my God. So if we go in there and we get on weed maps, right? Like everybody. And we sit down on the, on, on, on the couch like this and me and Ed wait, second day. And I go, whoa, somebody knocked on the door. He gets up. Walks over, opens up the door. Dude pops in with a backpack on. I go, Vendor. Yeah. Vendor. <laughs> and and he sat down, he goes, Hey man, I got this. I go, hey man, if we can get a little bit of all this, man, you come back next week, man, we'll pay you back and we'll do all this thing. Great. So he leaves. Me and I go, we're in business, man. We're in business. So we put it out there. We're in this big building with 30 units, and we have no idea that the ventilation system in this building Circul is circulating air. So the second morning, we show up, we're sitting there, and somebody goes, and I open up the door, she goes, I'm Dr. So-and-so from the pediatricians upstairs, and my whole place smells like pot, and what are you gonna do? And I went, no idea. Pediatrician, <laughs> yeah, like with a lot of little kids up there? Yes. Yeah, your Pedi place smells like shit. <laughs> How's that? 
What are oh. you gonna do, dude? She became our friend. Yeah, yeah, she did. We, but we, that we, was we, uh, we that befriend was... almost everyone. That, that you know, sometimes not surprised. The, the the road starts a little rocky, but then you know. Yep. And she was seeing Maybe a little uh, bit of weed makes everything cooler. Dude, she was seeing her epileptic patients riding reps, Rex or or epileptic yeah, patients. Yeah, but it was still wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, games. certainly survivors, warriors of the game. But we were known as the cancer center, Aaron. Yeah. I mean, if if you came into our store and you said cancer, it wasn't a sale; it was a give. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, you guys were always very charitable. The you first time, are. the first time I made it, I, I made an elixir. I made 300 bottles. I gave it to all of my patients, just to see what would happen. And then they, when they, and then that's how internal was born. Because mm. when I gave it all away, and then I waited two or three weeks, they started coming back, and they were blowing our minds. They were blowing our minds. So. So it was yeah. a great training ground for us. Little alone, we got yeah. to help a lot of people. So we got to meet good friends too. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know each other a long time, yeah. and I've been yeah. using our sprays, topicals, bombs, muds, tinctures—you name it—for all these years. I appreciate everything you guys have done and continue to do. Fight the good fight. That's fight what, the good fight. Fight the good fight. Well, you're doing a great job too, Eric, because you're educating. You're basically That's educating the do. world. You know that means to lead, man. Education means to lead, and you're definitely a leader, dude. We've we're glad Thank to be you. friends with you, man. I, I mean, appreciate it. It's been awesome knowing been you guys. Later. Yeah, love working with you guys. Thanks for being on the show. Love Don't you, let bro. it be the last time. Uh, thanks again for staying tuned and uh, watching another episode of Liquid Lounge. As usual, I'm your host, Aaron Silverman. I want to thank Ed Breslin and Brian Walker from External and Internal of Make You Better Brands. Uh, you can check them out online. The website's at the bottom of the screen, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks thank a you, lot. Thanks, yeah. bro. That was good. That was quick and easy, man. See you next time on Liquid Lounge.